My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey everybody, this is Faux Mondays, the snackable companion to FOMO Sapiens, which of course will be back on Thursday with a full episode. As you know, we're talking about healthcare this month and healthcare has some relationships with wellness overall. So we're gonna be talking about that today, but until we get there, I just wanna wish you a happy Faux Monday. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now, as you know, one of my sort of, I guess, emerging interests that we've been talking about the last couple months is this whole sober curious movement, the idea that you don't have to necessarily drink every time you do something social, the idea that there are really nice substitutes that you can have that kind of give you kind of, I don't know, upside and enjoyment as, you know, drinking, or that you can mix the two together. So we've talked about this in my own experience with the uh, hypnosis to recalibrate my relationship with alcohol. So this has been an ongoing kind of focus for me because it's just kind of been, I don't know, it's like body hacking, life hacking, and also just living a better life, which is what we're all trying to do on FOMO Sapiens. Today, we're going to be talking about, as you know, the audacious 2023 goals that we have. And one of them is really for me, and I think a lot of people who, you know, coming out of the pandemic were like pouring vodka in their breakfast cereal asking ourselves how to be social without needing to drink. And my guests are Danny and Helenita Fraunfalkner, and they have started a company called Sipple. And Sipple is first and foremost a community because to Danny and Helenita, non-alcoholic is more than just a category. It's a cultural mindset and a burgeoning way of life. And Sipple is here to lead the way with a fresh and modern approach because it is the only non-alcoholic bottle shop in Texas. And they are experts on this topic. And as you guys know, we have had some conversations about this before. So it's just about today, I think, continuing the conversation and talking more about, I guess, how do we bring this mindset into our social lives. Now you can find more about Sipple on Instagram at sipple.co. I'm going to start by bringing in Danny and Helenita. Danny and Helenita, welcome to FOMO Sapiens. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. All right. So I just want to get into it. First of all, a little background. I, I, I'd love to know like Danny and Helenita, like how did you end up in this space? It's a great question. Um, so I've been in beverage and hospitality for over 20 years. Um, was a beverage director of sommelier for a long time. I used to like produce wine, mm. cider, beer, and then fall, winter 2019, I really wanted to reevaluate my relationship with alcohol. I needed to. And so I started doing that, cutting back mindfully. And thank God I did before the pandemic hit uh -huh. something in the universe was telling me to do that. Otherwise I probably wouldn't be here. Mm. And then summer after the pandemic hit in summer 2020, I didn't want to work in the alcohol world anymore. I wasn't passionate about it. I really wanted to do something new and I was feeling amazing, not drinking, but I still love good, tasty, delicious drinks. And so that's when the idea for Sipple came. What it could be was many different things. And that led to opening up a non-alcoholic bottle shop, which is very crucial for people to see these products in real life, not just on Instagram, smell them, taste them, talk to someone that knows, you know, these products and stuff like that and show people that they're not alone, that there's options. 
You know, at Sipple, it doesn't matter if you don't drink for a night, a week, a month, a lifetime, you're welcome there. And, you know, it's no matter what your why is, it's just, you know, there's so many different options for so many people. So that's how I got in beverage. I've been a beverage nerd for over 20 years. And I think I've, you know, Helenita and I have been married for 11 years now. So I've rubbed off on her. Um, Mm. A lot of different tasty beverages over all these years. And she saw my kind of shift into non-alcoholic that you don't need to have alcohol to have a good time, but these, these are good, delicious drinks. And she got really inspired and she's been extremely supportive from the start and really just jumped in head first as well. Yeah. I've been in marketing most of my career, marketing and web design. Um, so kind of just a project manager. And so my mind is kind of always going to, how do we tell everybody about this? How do we make, you know, make people know that there are so many benefits to cutting alcohol out of your life. And it's not just the recovery community because we get that a lot. So for me, it was just about, you know, seeing one of, one of his ideas, you know, really like, Oh, it clicked. And I was like, this, this is, this is gold. Like this is the wave of the future. We kind of, a lot of times liken this to like the gluten-free movement. And so I, mm. you know, I was told I was gluten-free when I was 20. So that's what 20 years ago. And it was, it was hard to kind of get things going. And so when he came up with this idea, I was like, this is going to be like that. It's going to be slow and then it's going to really move. All right, everybody, we'll be right back with more of Sipple after the break. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. I love it. I love how you you know kind of found 
a business and your passion, which is like what we all dream of doing. Now I want to talk about first, cause Danny, you come from the world of like beverages and if you ever know somebody who's in that world, like I, I was actually on a date last night uh, with a woman who was friends with the Psalm at this wine bar. And so like they all hang out together and what do they do when they get together? They drink all this wine because Somalis like have wine coming out of their ears. I don't know. People like ship them wine and it's like a whole lifestyle and you hang out with people in restaurants. and There's a lot of alcohol and stuff. So like it is a, it, you can just kind of fall into this life where alcohol is like the expected part of your social life versus like maybe you didn't want it to be or you you just kind of you lose control of its role in your in your socializing and there's also kind of like a stigma it's like well you know okay like if you don't drink you know me me you know it's like what's wrong or or you have to choose all or nothing or something like that so talk about the stigmas about not drinking alcohol in social settings yeah i mean especially coming from the beverage and hospitality world i definitely you know when i cut back and stop drinking, I actually lost friends. I lost a lot of friends in the industry mm. that still, I got poo-pooed by a lot of people. Um, but you know, it was really, I think it was hitting a very sensitive spot, like a button in them, like maybe they should cut back and stuff and what I was choosing to do. So there's a lot of stigmas. There's a lot of stigmas in general in society, but also in the industry, because like your friends, I mean, I was tasting f- five to 50 wines a day. I had like, purple stained teeth every day. It, it's not really hot, a hot look to have wine breath at 10 a.m. Um, definitely starts to affect, you know, every part of your life. So, you know, I think that the negative stigmas that still exist but are slowly going away is if you don't drink, you're not fun. Uh, you can't really connect with people because alcohol is, this, is the social lubricancy of like getting together with people, but it's really not true. Um, it's, you know, let's just talk about New Year's Eve. You know, people love to like, you know, go party and drink tons of champagne or whatever it is. Um, and then they don't really remember their night, you know, and they start the new year off feeling pretty crummy for the most part. So the beauty of this is like you can have something that's delicious, that you can still engage with people, you can toast with people and you can remember your nights. Um, you could get better sleep. But there's a lot of negative stigmas that, you know, people, I mean, let's be real. Big alcohol has done an amazing job for the last 80 years of normalizing, like drinking alcohol. It's everywhere. Um, and how excused drinking is um, at a bar or restaurants or, you know, late night drunk text and stuff or like whatever it is, it's, it's laughable, but it's really not a hot look and it never was. So if you don't drink, like what I always say, tell people is like, have you ever been to a bar or restaurant? Or a friend's house, a party, wherever you are, even New Year's Eve party. If you don't, if you don't have a drink in your hand that looks alcoholic, you know, if it's just water or something, it's like this uh, be- beaking mechanism that people like latch onto, like, and they go, "Wait, wait, what's up?" You know, like, are you not drinking? Are you sober? Are you, you know, are you sick? Or what's going on? Or if you're a woman, the one question you should never ask a woman if they're pregnant. So. But if you do have a drink that looks like an alcoholic one, people just scan over it. How's work? How's life? How's this? You know, like whatever it is. And at the end of the day, it's no one's really business what you're drinking. It, it's a positive. You can be curious. But why Why are society so judgy about if we have alcohol in our glass or not? Because we're there. We're showing up. We're toasting with our friends. We're having a good time. We're communicating. And 
Maybe you should thank your friend because they could be your DD for the night. <laughs> they can help you out. They can do a lot of things. So we're trying to like, it's basically like rewriting this old script that's really just archaic and tired at this point of, of what fun can be and what connection is. All right, one more pause and we'll be back for the remainder of this conversation about how to be social without drinking. FOMO. FOMO. So yeah, absolutely. This is about the psychology of crowds and her behavior and you know everybody doing one thing and not wanting to be left out. Now there are clear benefits to not drinking alcohol besides the fact that, or drinking less, like besides the fact that it's wicked expensive as we say in Maine. Helenita, talk about some of the benefits of not drinking alcohol or drinking in moderation. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty. I mean, the first and foremost, when we're talking about um, alcohol in the store, I actually intentionally use the word ethanol um, because I think there's a mindset mm-hmm. happens when you use the word ethanol and somebody equates that to, like what they put in their car. Um, it's the same thing, right? Like it's, it's no, there's no difference to it. It's poison. There's no benefit to drinking, but there's it, not drinking is for everybody. Um, you know, alcohol doesn't work for everybody. And so, you know, you get better sleep. Alcohol prevents your body from entering into a REM cycle. So you're adding years to your life by getting better quality sleep. Um, you will find yourself having more energy. You know, a lot of people use alcohol to go to sleep. Um, but there are lots of things like adaptogenic drinks that have CBD or, you know, um, functional beverages that use things like valerian root and melon hull hops. I mean, you can have that ritual that you're so used to, but give your body the benefits of not drinking and not putting alcohol in. And um, when your body is breaking down alcohol, your liver and kidneys are doing like overtime during that period of time. And so um, if you are going to drink, maybe just cut back to like a couple days a week so that your, you know, essential organs can have an opportunity to have a total break. Um, I think the biggest thing that for me as a mom of three, parenting is just a lot easier when you're not drinking. I think that there's been this really toxic mommy juice culture that's pervasive across influencers on Instagram where it's like, it's wine o'clock, you know, like my kids have been bothering me all day. It's like, we shouldn't be wanting to escape our children that much and to use something that's a numbing agent that prevents us from actually feeling like it's disconnecting us as parents from our kids because we're disconnecting from our own emotional world as well. So, I mean, I think that there are so many benefits, but those are just kind of some at the offset to, you know, to name a few. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, you know, it's sleep, it's, it's money. It's uh, it's, it doesn't have to be, as you said, like all or nothing. Again, I think, one of the things I've discovered is you take a couple of days off a week. When you come back, if you know you don't have to go out and binge and go crazy, you have a couple of glasses of wine. It, it doesn't hit you in the same way. You're just a lot more resilient. Your body is better equipped, so you can sort of you can you don't have to be all or nothing. Maybe you do because you have you know a certain situation in your life where you can't be sort of moderate. That's just not in the cards for you. And that's another podcast. That's not a FOMO sapiens topic necessarily. But uh, for other people, adding in space and then replacing with, say, instead of having that Bud Light, having that athletic brewing company beer, which is non-alcoholic or, you know, that can shift up the equation. Now, I do want to talk about social confidence because for some people, like I'm a natural extrovert, so you can give me a Coke Zero and I will be the same as, you know, 
the beer. I'm going to be social. But for some people, alcohol is a social lubricant. It's about loosening up and, and it's about feeling comfortable. So Danny, like what can people do to increase their social confidence when they're not drinking? Yeah. I mean, it's also a great question. I think being, you know, maybe if you're going out, um, and if, if you're not drinking for dry January, it's a month, or maybe if there's something going on, it's longer. Um, you can always research where you're going, you know, a restaurant or bar, maybe they have options, call ahead. If they don't, Hey, can I bring some stuff? I mean, we know that restaurants are like, well, yeah, we don't stock non-alcoholic beer, you know? Yeah. Bring some, we'll charge you a corkage fee if it's a wine or whatever it is. So that's always a good tactic to know, like research, like where you're going or maybe have like a maybe have like a can or something in your bag or like something where you're ready to go to have your own drink. I think it comes down to just confidence of just stepping into your own and being okay, you know, not drinking. And if it is a Coke Zero or if it's a you know Shirley Temple or it's a Topo Chico or whatever it is, you know, I always position when people have like asked me because like. I'm not sober. I live my life alcohol free. There's a huge distinction with that. But when people have said to me like, well, why aren't you drinking? I go, why are you drinking? And they're like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if you're asking me why I don't drink, like, why do you drink? And sometimes the tactic is like, kind of put the the spotlight back on them and go, well, why do I need a drink to be at this restaurant or bar at this party? You know, like I'm here to connect and stuff. Um, And it's really, you know, when people get interested, they're like, well, what's, why, why would you drink an, an athletic brewing? Why would you drink a beer that doesn't have alcohol? And I'm like, why wouldn't you, you know? And then they go into this whole standpoint of, well, who would drink that? I'm like, who would not, you know, it's kind of like every, this is for everyone. It's really like a lot plant-based when it really came to the U S and a lot of people poo pooed that and pushed it. And they're like, Oh, this is only for vegetarians and vegans. I'm like, no dummy. This is for everyone. Everyone can eat vegetables. Like, you know, like, unless you're like pure meat and potatoes. So I think dry January is a great time for people to step in, for people that feel timid because of their family, friends, partner, or whoever it is, uh, work, if they work in the industry, to, to dip their toe in the water a little bit and try it out and see if it's really what they want. It's really, it's a not, I don't want, it's not an excuse. It's just, it's a great reason to, to cut back or to stop for a month. But then to push it further, oh, I love this. I'm going to do dry February, you know, like I'm going to do, I'm going to extend this out. Um, but I think it comes to a point where you just, you you own who you are and you're like, you know what? I'm not drinking and I feel great. And know that your choices are your choices and we all have a choice. And if anyone comes to you and kind of like, you know, is speaking negatively or whatever, that, that's something that's going on in their lives and with them. And to be yeah, we're not we're not in third grade anymore. No. And then sometimes, and yeah. I've told people, you might lose some friends. You might find a new group circle. You might, you know, I've seen actually relationships end actually because someone stopped drinking. And if that's the case, if that's the straw that broke the camel's back, well, it's really not the alcohol that ended your relationship. It was probably a lot of other things and stuff. So I think the ability to cut back drinking or anything, especially with alcohol, is to help find your voice and really step into your own and your own lights and just be confident going out. You know, just because you don't drink alcohol, you can still look good. You can still look cozy, whatever it is, still enjoy a meal. Um, I and just, the placebo effect is real. 
placebo effect is real. We, we did a non-alcoholic wine dinner in, in Houston and people were like, I've been to so many wine dinners before and I thought it was the alcohol, but it's not, it's the people. And I'm like, there you go. You're, you're, you're feeling this great high from the people. It's not the wine. Totally. And the thing is, as a host of a party, everybody who throws parties, go out and buy some stuff, have some non-alcoholic options because you know what happens? People try them and they're like, oh, I like this. I mean, I had a party recently and I didn't drink the entire night and I, I, I kind of forgot to. And then I, I was like, whoa, it kind of blew my mind a little bit because I didn't, I just, it like didn't factor in for me where in the past, I definitely would have been like a little wobbly towards the end. Now, knowing that, that we want to normalize and offer non-alcoholic opportunities at our parties, Helenita, I want to ask you like, what are people buying at your shop? Like what's, what's, what's the hot category trend in this space that we should be stocking in our own homes? Yeah. Um, I would say the number one category in our shop is wine. Um, and I love that you're saying that because we get people that come in, they're like, Oh, I have a pregnant friend and I want to have something for them when they come over or, um, you know, even bars and restaurants, they put such an emphasis on cocktails. And the truth of the matter is not everybody likes cocktails. I personally am very much a wine girl. I just want to have a nice glass of wine when I go to a restaurant that's non-alcoholic. I don't really want a cocktail. Um, and so shifting that to not just be these non-alcoholic cocktails, mocktails, what have you, to being more inclusive, have some good, you know, sparkling wine. And pay attention to the ingredients. There's a lot of great, great products out there, but with the good comes the bad. And there's a lot of, you know, really sugar-filled, synthetic flavored wines out there that are not actual wine. And so pay attention to the labels. The alcohol industry is regulated very different. The non-alcoholic industry is regulated very differently. So you have to have nutrition facts on all of the products. So it's really beneficial as you go into this new year of 2023, taking care of your body, you know, look at what you want, have some wine options for your friends, have some non-alcoholic beer options, have some ready to drink cocktails. That way, like there's no guesswork. If somebody loves a gin and tonic, get a little, you know, can of gin and tonic that's already pre-made. Have some high quality, versatile spirits. We personally love Tennyson. Um, it's a functional spirit. It's got really great ingredients. You can use it whether you're drinkers and non-drinkers alike like it. People that like fruit or, you know, bitter, they like it. It's super versatile. Have at least one or two um like spirit alternative. So like a vodka, a non-alcoholic vodka or non-alcoholic tequila or non-alcoholic gin, like have those staples in your, you know, bar cart at home or your, you know, wine pantry, whatever it is, wherever you put your stuff at home, have some of the staples that exist in like that have an alcoholic counterpart so that people that like wine, you can have a wine, a non-alcoholic wine option for them. Make it so it's just really easy, easily accessible. You know what you can do too, which is what I did. When I had COVID, I had a nice non-alcoholic gin and tonic because I was stuck at home and bored and I was like, let me try this out. So you can actually drink when you have COVID. So there you go. All right, everybody. This has been really fun. My guests today were Danny and Helenita Fraunfelkner. They are the founders of Sipple. You can find out more about them at Sipple.co or on Instagram at Sipple.co. Helenita and Danny. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.